That's why I've been saying Jackson Arnold should have been starting all year. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather enter, I, it, especially the way the season's boiling down, I would rather enter next year stronger. You're listening to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Todd and his three sons, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. All right, we want to welcome back all of our friends, our family, and those many, many foes that we have to the Fox N Sports podcast, and along with Kellen and Little C, uh, one of the Fox family members here, um, we've got my brother-in-law and uh, Callie and what's your name, Kellen's uncle, kind of Diego's uncle in a way, because Diego's uh, part of the family as well, but Clay, Banch, McDonald, and Diego, our OU and uh, Dallas Cowboy Insider, is with us as well. Uh, you know, Garrett can't get uh, get with us tonight. He's got uh, some stuff going on um, that he's working on, so he was unable to join tonight. Um, and Gannon, of course, is still away. He'll be back two weeks from tomorrow, which is fantastic. But uh, Kellen just offline just said, hey, why do we have so many people on here? Because it's Garrett have that much content i'm like well not really uh he does have content but we had a big game this past weekend as everybody knows and we've got a lot of different perspectives that i want to hear from um regarding that bedlam game that was a um unfortunate ending uh, obviously the last you know for now bedlam game uh oklahoma state wins and, you know, obviously it was a frustrating game, but I just want to hear what everybody else has to say, and then we'll kind of go around and, and guys pop in. So uh, who wants to go first? Just tell us your thoughts of the Bedlam game. Other than frustration, what do you got? Just speechless. Yeah. Can we use cuss words? This is a uh dad doesn't know how to bleep them out, so not yet. Yeah. I don't know how to bleep them out. Can you bleep them out? The uh, most frustrating part. I was talking to an OSU fan today and blah blah blah. And just I said, you know, they're like, ha ha ha, we won, we won the last bedlam. I said, you know, I can care less about it being the last bedlam. That means nothing to me. I'm just furious that we've lost two in a row to two games that we should have won. Right. And that's because we we had the opportunity to win in uh, the last two weeks. And and I can tell you, I don't think West Virginia is a whole lot different than Kansas and Oklahoma State. And three turnovers, and we're going to be losing three in a row. 100%. 100%. Who, who's next? I just think it's depressing because our defense is solid. And if we had this defense for the the Baker, Kyler, Jalen, Spencer, Caleb years, I think we got at least three national championships in there. And now our offense can't keep up. And I don't know how many times our defense has to put them in positions, fourth quarter turnovers, all this stuff, and we just can't perform. The defense had – had a pretty bad drive on that 97 yard uh drive 
on the in the fourth quarter. But it was that was due to penalties. That was all penalties. It was the pass interference on t- and then just adding to the stacking on top of that. Brent Venables with his little uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. That's a thirty-yard play right there for him. Then we had I don't th- I don't think it was a pass interference, but it doesn't matter. There's the pass interference in the end zone, so that just that was a bad bad drive for our defense. But for the rest of the game, our defense did fine, did did, did what they could. Our offense just didn't help them out. Uh, the, the refs blew a call at the end of the game, which cost us the game, I think. But we shouldn't be in the position where one one blown call can lose the game for us. We should have won the game so far earlier that that call shouldn't matter. The call hurts, but yeah, it doesn't matter because we should have we should have won that game a long time ago. It made no sense. Sure. I think it's just it's just disappointing seeing ourselves beat ourselves honestly i mean it's just i i want answers and i just don't feel like we get answers on why we keep doing this to ourselves i mean like like clay said i mean i think it's going to be the same thing next week this saturday when we play west virginia i mean they're they're not a bad team so it's like if we beat ourselves again we're going to lose three straight and we're going to just keep asking ourselves the same question what's going on i think we started so well, and then kind of what Gary said last week, see glimpses of last year's team. And it's just not good seeing that because we do not want to see results like last year again. And I'm just frustrated. Just keep asking myself, is this going to change or is this going to continue on? And when we go to the SEC, it's going to be the same thing because they showed – I saw our schedule for next year, I'm like – we play like this, it's going to be four to five games we're losing. So They're rough, yeah, hundred percent. I know. Um, what's funny is is uh, Callie is really into it, and she like her mom sent a photo of her. I can't remember what game that was. Um, maybe it was Texas or Kansas. I don't know, but to, Texas, I think that what it was. The family she she was all fired up and and um, she she uh, she know she understands it. She knows it. So Callie. Take your set off, take your uh, self off mute, and uh, give us your little uh, little two cents. Y'all mute. There you go. The mic work. Yeah, sounds yep. like it. she got a new mic. Good job. Okay. I just think it's annoying because we should have won, but also we can't have three turnovers in the game. That doesn't make any sense. But we also shouldn't have had three turnovers. Hundred percent. The game on that. Hundred percent. So, um, yeah, frustrating game. Like here's here's my take. I'm gonna. I'm, it may take a minute for me to go through this, but you can't have three turnovers. You can't have all the penalties that we had. I think we had eleven, and there was way too many. What's crazy is still nobody's really talking about the missed field goal. And I know it was a 51-yarder, but here's the thing. I don't care. You're there to make the kick. If it was a 55, 56-yarder, but it was a 51-yard field goal, they they have no confidence right now in, in the kicking game at all. It can't come down to the very end um, of a non-call of a pass interference call. Uh, even though it was still pass interference, yeah, we don't know what would have happened. I, I get that. We don't know if OU would have scored on the next, you know, couple plays or or what. 
there's so many different plays and I, and I get it. Oklahoma state fans are saying, well, you know, there was a, there's a face mask penalty. There was this, there's yes, there were hypothetically, if that, um, if that, what is that uh, call on stoops against stoops that was not called happens in the first half. It may not be talked about as much, but it, it was the, the timing of it. And then what also frustrated me was that, uh, that fourth down call, you got to go past the line and you, and I, I didn't think it was a very good play call personally. Cause here's the thing. We're going to the well too many times. They know what we're going to do. I'm tired of the bubble screens. Is that what they call them? The bubble screens. I, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of those. Yeah. Stoop should have gone to the, to, um, to, to make the, um, you know, the, the yardage, but first, and then Jeff Levy, Levy, if if you're listening, this is to you. You don't you don't call out your team. You don't call out your one of your players. You called out, um, you called him out after the game and said he he didn't run. Uh, I don't know if he said the right route or, or or enough on it. You don't call him out. First off, that was a terrible call by you, right there in that situation. I, I I'm I'm frustrated with that piece of it for sure. Brent Venables came out. I think it was yesterday, maybe or it was today. I don't remember, but he said we had a rolodex of plays that uh, probably better than that one. So he he kind of went after Levy, if you ask, if in my opinion. So I don't know what's going on right now there. I think there's some frustration, um, obviously from some coaching staffs. So I don't know how much of a I don't know how much Venables has to say in the final thing, but I would I would. I would not ask for that kind of play right there. I'm tired of it. Everybody knows when we need a really big play, big, big catch who they're going to. And they usually, it's usually stoops and we've got to draw something up better. And, and it was just frustrating. So again, I can't blame it on the, uh, on the non-call for the pass interference, even though it was, I can't blame but it on that. I think just think there was a lot of coaching issues the whole time. Like I don't, our, our plays have not, that we just feel, I don't know. It feels like we're like conservative. We're just not like going after it on offense. Yeah. But then like in the fourth quarter, I can't remember how deep into the fourth quarter it was, but there was the fourth down and we look like we're going to go for it. And everybody's kind of confused. And then we call a timeout and kick the yeah. field goal. Timeout didn't end up costing us. Doesn't seem like, but it still does like, that's a stupid, Stupid way to go about it. Just either go one way or go the other. Don't blow a timeout and then kick the field goal. Like that made no sense. So I just think our coaching has not been good, or and I think our offense hasn't been aggressive enough. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's been coming down to coaching the last. I don't know. I don't know what's happened to this team since Texas. Because we honestly, that could have been three in a row. I mean, Central was at UCF. I mean, honestly. We we lucked. I don't say lucked out. We still won the game, but but we should have come out of Texas fired up for the rest of the season. After that game, there's no excuse of why we lost momentum after having a great game against our biggest rival. And like the thing I've seen is like I like a lot of third downs. We had some nice plays drawn up to get first downs throughout that game. Like there was a lot of times it was like a third and long and I was like, we're not going to get this and then draw up a play. It was perfect. It worked. And I, I know there's stuff in Levy's playbook. I've, I, I've seen him. He was at Ole Miss. He had nice calls. He was at UCF and he had good, he had, he had, he has a good playbook, but I just feel like what Kellen said is we're being too conservative right now. And it's, and it's coming down. And I, I agree with you, Kellen, it's coming down to coaching 
on the reasons we're beating ourselves. And it's more on the offensive side of the ball that it's coming down to. And I think, I mean, some, something's got to happen soon. I don't know if it's now or later, but I feel like something's going to have to change. Play, you got anything? Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't know. There's just so many different things that are layered with it. Yes, there's coaching mistakes. There's players' mistakes. I personally think that now getting into the season with only three games left, I think OU, OSU, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, West Virginia, Texas, we're literally all the exact same teams. And so far, if you can tell, if you go through and look at all of those, the one who turns the ball over the most or has the most penalties loses. Yeah. I mean, in that, I mean, you look at OU Texas, look how many tur- stupid turnovers they had in the goal line stand, and we beat them. I mean, and I just re- kind of rewatched the last or the fourth quarter of the Kansas State Texas game. Kansas State should have won that ball game. They made some stupid mistakes and in, yeah, in, in overtime and right there at the end, and they could have easily won that game. And I think they're just as good as Texas and just as good as OU. And uh, so I'll be honest with you, I'm not really sure that this season's we don't we still have a chance to make the Big Twelve. I know it's minute, but I think that Texas is going to lose again to somebody. Maybe Texas Tech, and uh, just because what it's so goofy the way things are going, and they don't have Quinn Ewers, and then he may come back, and then you know what's he going to be like after being out a while? I mean, they could run the table. OSU, I mean, what what's what's like a point and a half favorite is all they are over UCF. I'm like, give me a yeah. break. They should be a lot better. I thought it was probably be about a ten point line. So. Yeah, I think that's I think that's Vegas telling us that they think. UCF's going to win that game. Yeah, I agree. And so, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's there's some coaching mistakes, but, I mean, why in the world is the center ha- um, snapping the ball off of Dylan Gabriel's knee? I mean, you have that. Why is Stoops only running three yards on when he needs five yards, right. whether it's the wrong play call or not? He's going against a freshman defensive back that that was his first start. He should have easily got that. Um you know, why did Nick Anderson drop that ball that was a touchdown? I mean, oh. it was wide open. Yeah. You know, There's so many different. And so, why did, I mean, I, I still think they had some kind of a play where Javante Barnes was going to get the ball, act like it was Wildcat handoff to Gabriel, and Gabriel was going to throw it when they fumbled that snap. Um, you know, and then you look at OSU, why the heck did Ollie Brown throw that pass? I mean, literally, it was the worst yeah. pass probably I've seen in a Terrible. college football game in forever. And so, so yeah, I get there's mistakes on both sides and the referees and and uh, you know people. You made a good point about if that stoops things in the first quarter, you're probably right. We weren't talking about it, and that's why nobody's talking about that. There were four pass interference calls. And when I rewatched the game, there were four pass interference calls that were not called or called, and they were bad. I mean, like that one Venables got the penalty on. That dude shoved the OU defense back out of the way. Yeah. That was a bad – nobody talks about that. And then Venables wouldn't have got that. And that would have been fourth down. And that have punted. Uh, the one Farouk was running down the sidelines, tried to turn around and come back and get it. And he got not – he got his hands on it, but he fought, He ended up catching one later. Yeah. But that was one. And then the one in the Stoops end zone. And then and then OU, 
that one time their receivers running down the sidelines and we're just holding his jersey the entire time down the field and they don't call it. Yeah. And uh, so, but that's three that are big plays. And, you know, I know, like we said, I know stuff happens and different things like that, but it's, it was just, it, looking back on it, it was a really, really weird game. I mean, people talk about, oh, yes. it's a great football game. No, it, it was frustrating because there were so many stupid things right. that were happening. I get tired of hearing people, oh, it was a, that was a really good game. I thought it was a terrible game. And then yeah. here's the thing. As bad as we played, we were th- we had three turnovers, all the penalties and all that. We were still in it, and we had a shot. That's like how much better I honestly think we are than Oklahoma State. Gabriel threw that duck in the air. I don't know what that was. Yeah. And it just floated forever. That was bad, number one. Here's my thoughts, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think that to, to Diego's point, I think Levy's got a – arsenal of, of plays they know the limitations gabriel has and they can't use the full playbook and i'm hoping that jackson arnold behind him will be will not will they'll be able to use many more of those plays going forward after you know after this year because they've got the guy who i think can probably make the throws and he can run as well but he can probably make the throws because gabriel doesn't have the candidate doesn't have the arm i'm not saying i'm not ripping on him i'm not saying i can't stand him he, i just don't think he's uh a quarterback like uh, like Jackson Arnold. I don't know if anybody agrees or disagrees with that. That's why I've been saying Jackson Arnold should have been starting all year. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather enter, I, it, especially the way the season's boiling down. I would rather enter next year stronger. Have we're not going to Jackson Arnold's not going to play for us for four years if he's as good as everybody says. Yeah, exactly. Jackson Arnold burned his red shirt. Has he played in five games? No, he is not. I, I think, think he's. So. I think he's right at four, so he can't play anymore. I just don't think he'll. I mean, three. who who knows? I just don't think he'll stay anyway. Regardless, I mean, that's just my opinion. But so you think you think he'll leave? Who? Arnold after this no, year? No, 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 not this year. I'm saying like he'll play two. He'll start two years, then he'll be gone. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. If he's as if he's good, good as everybody good. says, he's going to the NFL. Right. So why, be, what's the point in redshirting him for that purpose? I, it's different than it used to be. He could I have truly, had him for three years. Yeah, I think that they felt like, honestly, Gabriel probably gave us a better chance to win uh, this season, even though he has a little bit more limitations. I, I really do. I don't think – I personally, uh, looking back on it, now that we know everything, yeah, I'd rather have him played, and that way he's got some some uh, experience under his belt before he starts playing Alabama and Tennessee and South Carolina and now, and that's just the guys at home. I can't even remember who the road teams are next year. Is it LSU? I think we got LSU, go to yeah. Auburn, yeah, Missouri. Is it Ole Miss? And Ole Miss. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, but anyway, bottom line is, I mean, I don't know whether or not that's that's accurate or not. That's just the way I feel. I know people are wanting Levy fired. He's not going anywhere unless he chooses to go somewhere. Is I, my is my guess. I don't know. And then I've I, also there's been a lot of controversy with him already. Why not I just think go he, ahead and get rid of him? I think he's leaving. I don't think he'll be here next year. Well, where's ja- then I hear okay. Well, Jackson Arnold leave. Here's my here's my here's the only thing I have to say about that. Why would you leave when you're getting ready to get the keys to the Ferrari and be the starting quarterback at Oklahoma going into the SEC? Why would you want to leave that job if if you're if you're Jackson Arnold? He, I don't think he's going to leave. Right, because that's what people are saying though. Is they're saying because of um, his relationship with Levy, the reason why he went there is because Levy. I don't know how accurate all that is. That's just what I'm hearing, though. Yeah, but if Levy left, he's not going to a place in the SEC. Hundred percent, right? And he, and he's not so going anywhere better. No, you go play. Tell me that. Yeah, he's not going to go to Boise State with him or wherever wherever right. he goes. He 100%. got a job. 
hundred percent. I agree. hundred percent. Yeah, It's not going to be like a Lincoln Riley situation. Yeah. Like it's Lincoln Riley had success under his belt. Levy, yeah. this whole, it's just under fire all year. Like he's not going anywhere special. Jackson he hasn't proven anything. That. I don't, like, I'm not worried about Jackson leave. Arnold leaving. I just, yeah. I want, I'll, I want Levy to leave at this point. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to leave. I think uh, after after that game and after taking a couple of days, I, I think something I also noticed, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like on the offensive side, I don't think we have that game changer player. Mm-mm. We don't have somebody like uh, Caleb Williams or a uh, – you can even go back to running backs, Samaji Pirine or a Joe Mixon or a Sterling Shepard. Or even a D.D. Westbrook, guys that you know they can make plays to win you games. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, Kyler, Jalen, um, Mark Lamb. Andrews, C.D. Lamb. I don't think on the offense offensive side we have anybody like that. I don't think and we it, do. Yeah, and if I'm going to be honest, I think there might be somebody that has that potential, and I think it's that Gavin, the Gavin, whatever his name is, running back. No. Oh. Uh, Whatever. Sawchuk. Yeah, Sawchuk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think he has that big playability in him, but I also, it goes back to what are we doing at running back? We're always moving around. We're switching around. I just think, and like I said, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I just don't feel like we have that game changer. And I think we need that on the offense. And I think that's what Jackson Arnold is and goes back to what Kellen said. I wish we would have started playing him at the beginning. Well, I think what we may have said it last week. I don't remember. I know I was talking to somebody, but losing um, Anthony, I don't. How, how what's his first name? Is Andrew? Yeah, I think he was a huge loss. I think he was bigger than what everybody bigger thought. loss than we 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 honestly expected. I really do. So it's unfortunate, unfortunate. But yeah, it was, it was just, it's just frustrating. And to Clay's point, I'll be honest with you. I think West Virginia is going to beat Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma. They come in here and they and they, and they beat us. And I think Even we're going to be year. we're going to be seven to three, and then we'll have uh, BYU and and TCU. So I finish. I figure we'll finish up. What is it that would that be nine and three, and then a bowl game? And it's looking like we may have we may play USC in a bowl game. I don't know. We'll see. But that's just I I don't have a whole lot of confidence right now in the in the team as a whole. Uh, and I think our defense is better. I still don't think they're there yet. I think the Kip is it Kip Lewis? Is that his name? I think he's fantastic. I think Canick um, has obviously some big time trouble um, with with coverage, but I didn't even realize this. It was it was it online last week or was it? After, I don't know, but I didn't even realize he was he wasn't even a linebacker in high school. So this guy's still learning. Canick is still learning the position. He was the one that had committed to Clemson. Right, right. And then Venables wouldn't take him until Dabo Sweeney gave the blessing. Gave the blessing, yeah, 100%. So, and then Stutzman obviously was was a huge loss. I knew uh, going into it he wasn't going to be playing, uh, but I knew – what's his name was going to be playing. Um, Gentry Williams was was back. Anyway, bottom line is it it was – we – I thought we did a decent job against um, what's his name, the running back, Ollie Gordon. Is that his name, Ollie Gordon? I think we did a pretty decent job with him. But that the quarterback uh, Bowman, I mean, hats off to him. He played, he played well, and he made he he made it 
happen. Um, he's like, you know, he's like 32 years old, but still he, uh, he, he did a good job and he, and he beat us. And that's kind of what we looked like. What we tried to do is say, Hey, we're going to make you beat us. And he did. And he beat us. It's unfortunate. Oh, oh the, uh, one thing that happened in the game that nobody's talking about it because it because since OU lost was remember when we punted not punted we kicked off to them after we got the field goal and this is after the Stoops non-pass interference and we stopped we made them go three and out that's huge big time with all the Gordon big and time then they had to punt to us if we had gone down and won. It would have been reverse of, I mean, the OSU fans that have gone ballistic. How do you not get a first down? You threw it on second yeah. down and saved them a timeout because yeah. we didn't call timeout on the first play. And then they passed it on the second right. play and we called timeout on third down and we still had a timeout left. <laughs> and if we'd have gone down and scored or at least kicked a field goal and ended up winning, the OSU fans would have gone ballistic because of those three. You're plays. right just like the OU fans did against Kansas. And so hundred percent, but nothing, nothing happened from it since we lost, but right. Um, I thought that was a terrible job on Oklahoma state's part right there with Ollie Gordon. How in the world do you not get a first down? Right. And then to your point, like, I mean, it's, I think you said it earlier, like I, the Bedlam game. I mean, whatever, man, like we were 91, 20 and seven, really? Like, Texas is a bigger game, obviously, than this. This has gotten to be a little bit bigger game because it's gotten to be um, a little bit more competitive. Uh, not a little bit. It's been quite a bit more competitive uh, throughout the years. There's been years where we've blown them out, and, and I know they they blew us out when they had uh, Whedon and all those guys uh, that one year. But it's been a pretty good uh, pretty good game. But, I mean, it's, it's basically kind of recently, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Uh, and it hasn't been a whole lot of a big contest. I mean – Switzer, I think, didn't he only lose to those guys one time? I, I think maybe. I'm not sure about that. I want to say he lost in 76. I'm not 100% sure. But Switzer, I mean, I mean, that was a game when we were kids. It's like, oh, it's just OSU. And, you know, you beat them and you move on. And the big games were Texas and, yeah, uh, and Nebraska. Like 20 straight times. Yeah. So it's just, it's not that. I mean, and hey, here's the thing hats off to them. They won. The fans are all excited. Obviously, we would be excited to let them let them have their day. They're going to say, "Oh, well, we, you know, we're we're the champ, we're the Bedlam champs for here on out." It's not the last time we play. It is for the foreseeable future, but it's possible we play them again in the uh, Big Twelve Championship. Possible, may not, most likely will not, but it's possible. And or at some point in a bowl game, at some point in the next few years, I don't know because I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about that. Little C, what do you got? You got anything? Tell them uh, who all tell tell the guys who uh, some of the guys you got the uh, the autographs of. You, you've got it. You, you show you can show it to them. Take off mute and show it to them if you want. But yeah, she's got a lot of OU players. Tell them how you got them and then uh, who all they are. Wow. Uh, well, I. OU gymnastics meet and me and mom always go to those. Scott, Andrew Anthony, Jackson Arnold, Nick Anderson, a bunch of other guys that I don't really know. But yeah. Isn't that crazy? She's got those guys we were looking at the a uh, few days ago. Get that gymnastics. thing framed. Yeah. What'd you say? Get, oh, I said yeah. get that thing framed or maybe you'll draw my name for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. No shot. 
but anyway, no, it's um, Bedlam's over, and for the foreseeable future, again, we lost. It is what it is. I know there's been a lot of comments going here and there, and and and, and OU fans like let me like we're all OU fans, right? And we get frustrated and we get mad. But does it drive you nuts hearing some of the just some of the way people talk, like uh, uh, OU fans, just the way they just flip out and anytime there's a loss and, they, and the, does that bother you or are you just like whatever because i think it makes us look embarrassing makes them look embarrassing not us but them look embarrassing i mean it, it looks embarrassing but i mean i just feel like we expect to be better we expect to be this certain type of team every year i mean my expectations every year is we should be competing for a national championship so like even though that i didn't think we were a good team to win a national championship i still think we should be in a conference championship year in, year out and fighting for a playoff spot year in, year out. Cause we are the university of Oklahoma. We're this big brand, this historic program. So I understand the frustration. I just think some people overreact, but I understand the frustration. Sure. I mean, I think everybody expects us to be contenders every year. I mean, that's, that's, that's what the university of Oklahoma is, but some yeah. of them do overreact and they do it. They might look embarrassing while they do it, but I mean, I get mad. I get really mad after a loss. Yeah. Callie, was I mad upset at all or not really? Do you remember? What? How, how, I wasn't very mad, was I? Uh, not as mad as I thought you'd be, but <laughs> there you definitely go. weren't happy. I wasn't happy, no, for sure, 100%. But, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, some of the fans just act act, uh, act foolish. And here's the thing about like this team, like if this, this was a good year to be able to win this conference, because it's not, it's a down year. And to be honest with it, just get a shot at the national championship being one of the four teams. There's not really a clear cut favorite this year. I don't know if any of you would think that or agree with that right now. Like yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see a real clear cut favorite this year. And this would have been a perfect year. Um, you know, to get in there, I, whether or not we would have done anything, I don't know. You never know. But I mean, hat again, hats off to OSU from losing to who was that first team they lost to like South Alabama or somebody like North. I don't know who it was. And to come back and then they've got a good year going here. here here's, here's another question I got for you. Okay. Now that we're going to be going to the sec, are you going to root for OSU to win the big 12? Or are you just still like, are you going to be like, no shot? You don't care about the big 12. What what's your thoughts uh, for the future of the Big Twelve? Like, is there a team you're kind of rooting for, or what? I don't see myself ever rooting for them. Just why? I don't really care who wins the Pac-12 or the Big Ten. So that's kind of how I look at it. Just yeah. I mean, right. the Big Twelve is going to be more irrelevant than people already say it is at this point. Like people always make fun of the big 12 and now the two big powerhouses are leaving. Yeah. So it's like big 12 is going to be just on its way, way out. Basketball. I think conference. this would have been the perfect year for the 12, the 12 team playoff system to come into play sure. because I like last year, I don't think it would have changed. Georgia was going to win it all. I think this year and it could be any team. And I think while we were in the top 10, I was saying it all year when it was like Alabama at 12, I was like this whole so I'm hoping next year that kind of – it's a similar situation, and next year is going to be a lot of fun. 
yeah we we got a lot to to work on so we'll see but i want osu to do well just so i can sell more shirts so where i work i want to sell some shirts but i do not want to see big 12 champions this year at all i'm not gonna lie diego what do you think uh what are your thoughts because i know you're a big college football fan uh i wouldn't necessarily cheer for them but i mean i mean there's still i mean like they're gonna be playing some cool teams like they're gonna play Colorado. like when colorado comes up here like I mean, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing myself going up there and watching that game. You know, see yeah. Colorado, especially if you know Dion's still there. Still there. Yeah, but like, I mean, I like watching. I just like watching college football. Like, I'm not going to cheer for them when, sure. to win or anything, but I just, I like watching college football. They're going to be playing some fun teams. Um, but I mean, I could care less if they win the Big Twelve or not. Like, yeah. I, like Clay said, I don't care who wins the Pac-12. I just worry about us winning games and us making it to the playoff, um, honestly. But if they – I wish them the best. But, I mean, there's going to be some teams competing year in, year out for the Big 12 championship. So, it's not yeah. going to be easy for them. I mean, they still have to play good every year. Yeah. That'll be – I think it'll be a really good basketball conference for sure. But uh, football-wise – Yeah. Yeah. Utah, Utah will be there uh, for football. Um Man, who I think I heard that most likely that that um, Washington Washington State and Oregon State will, will be in the Big Twelve as well is what I've heard. I don't know. I mean, that's a huge conference, but still, it Have is. They not decided yet. Uh. Uh-uh. From what I, from what I've heard, that's what uh, yeah. most likely after the season. That's kind of what what will all play out. So let's get some predictions for the uh, OSU West Virginia game at six p.m. at what is it, Gaylord? Is that what they call it? Gaylord Memorial State? Oklahoma, West Virginia game. Yeah. What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, the, the Palace on the Prairie. He yeah. said OSU. Did I say OSU? Yeah. You no, just full on switch teams on us there. You're Man, like, you know, my bad. You, you okay. were trying to get our take on, are we going to be rooting for OSU? Because you're about to just go ahead and pick OSU since they already beat them. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I didn't know I said that. Anyway, I've got OSU in my mind, I guess. What are your thoughts? Uh, who's going to win? What's the score going to be? I'm going to say OU 31, West Virginia 28, and we're going to win, but still feel just as bad as we do right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oklahoma 34-24. I'm going to go OU 24, West Virginia 17. It's going to be pretty close all game and be frustrating all game as well. But I think they'll pull it off maybe last couple drives. Little C, what do you got? I'd say OU 31, West Virginia. What was it? West Virginia what? 28? 29? You're cutting out. Sorry. 29. 29. Okay, there you go. Well, I think West Virginia is going to win. I think West Virginia 27, Oklahoma 26. We're going to go for a two. We're going to miss it at the end. Um, I don't I, – I, I, sorry. I, I call it like I see it. I don't I don't like what we're doing right now. Um, still love them. Still hope they win, but I just don't have a whole lot of uh, – whole lot of uh, good things right now uh, with the Oklahoma Sooner football program currently. But I do think we're – I still think we're on the rise. I think we're going to be there at some point. It's just going to be a lot tougher because we're going to be playing a lot tougher competition. 
Um, we got to get some some uh, stuff worked out for sure. So, how do you, um, what's that? How do you think that uh, the crowd would be re- react to another loss? They would flip out. Yeah, they would be really upset. And again, the thing is, like, it started out so great, but then again, I mean, who do we play? I mean, other than Texas, I mean, we played. I mean, I know we, you got to play and you got to beat who's on your schedule. It wasn't that great of a, a uh, schedule to begin with. So I, and but it was the fact that we were losing those games last year. Yeah, you're so right. Like last 100%. year, we were losing the games that we should win. Like this year, we were, yeah. we were wrecking the other teams. Right. So it's like, all right, we've obviously improved. Then we go beat Texas. Now all of a sudden we're out here ranked five, then six, and it's like, and then we lose two in a row to teams sure. that are far worse than us, but way worse than the Texas team we played. Sure. I'll say maybe that bye week did not help. I, 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 I know, guess, I would, but I would still be fired up after after beating. Texas. You would think. I mean, you yeah, you would think, but maybe that bye week just. Yeah, I no, know. I I was like all excited we we had a week off, thinking okay, get a little bit healthier, maybe we won't have that, um, you know, that little bit down, uh, period or whatever. But I mean, it didn't. It, yeah, it didn't help. I don't know what happened after after that period. There's probably honestly, there's probably some things going on behind the scenes we don't know about. And to your guys' point, I mean, Levy may be on his way out just because, I mean, why else would Venables throw him under the bus a little bit? I mean, he may be on his way out. I don't know. And if he is, he is. We'll find somebody else to uh, be the offensive coordinator. Unfortunately, like, was it the um, – again, what bowl game was that whenever Caleb Williams and Stoops coached? When Bob Stoops coached? And then who – wouldn't uh, Kel Gundy calling the plays? I mean, he, he did a really good job, man. Like, really good. Now, obviously, he can't come back. But, I mean, I wish he were – he would have been a uh, pretty good offense coordinator. How about Caleb Williams? Think he's upset he he left and and uh, went to USC? Because my question is this, real quick, before we sign off: How would our team be today if we had Caleb Williams at quarterback? For this instead of Dylan Gabriel, we would we be seven and two, or you think we'd be better? Uh, we'd probably be undefeated because Levy could probably expand his playbook. Yeah, I feel like we, they would trust him more to exactly. expand. Like, yeah. I I think we'd be more aggressive. And sure. he's a he's a game changer, man. He can put the team on his back. He yeah, he would be that guy, that player that you were talking about earlier that we do not have. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, we'd be undefeated right now. Yeah, unfortunate, isn't it? I mean, you have the best, the best college football player. I mean, even though that his team's not winning, but I don't think that's his fault. He's the only player on that team. But you you give him a defense on the opposite side. I mean, he's going to do amazing things on the offensive side. So, I mean, he'll, he'll get wins here. And then I just hate thinking about it. Sure. (laughs) Let me tell you, um, I forgot to, I was going to say this at the beginning of the podcast, but I forgot, but on this date, November 7th is when we're recording this podcast, 1987, um, Oklahoma beat Oklahoma state 29 to 10 in the Bedlam game. It was in Norman. Uh, and, and just looking through here, I mean, Barry Sanders was on the team. He, he scored a touchdown, but I can just tell you, so here's some stats real quick. This is kind of funny. Mike Gundy, 11 for 27 for 115 yards and four interceptions. Thurman Thomas, 15 rushing yard, 15 rushes for 173 yards. It doesn't show Barry Sanders what I'm looking at right now, but this is what's kind of funny. Jamel Holloway passing 0 for six, zero yards interception. 
We had a guy named Rodney, Rodney Anderson. Clay, I'm sure you remember him. 30 rushes for 191 yards, and Holloway, 18 rushes for 123 yards. So that happened. You know, Rodney, you know Rodney Anderson is Nick Anderson's brother. Really? Yeah, that's his, Nick Anderson. Rodney? Little, little brother. That was like an 87. Like, how old? Are you talking about Rodney Anderson or Rodney? Oh. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because that'd be like a, man, that'd be a, I was like, little, little brother. His grandpa. That's his, 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 his grandpa. But no, no, I know you're talking about. But no, it's just, it's funny to look at seeing that kind of stuff because I remember that. I was my uh, freshman year of, of college. Then we went on to uh, lose the national championship game to University of Miami 20 to 14 against Jimmy Johnson. But uh, that, those are some fun times. But we will have fun times again. It'll happen. I mean, because there's still fun times. It's just frustrating times that go along with it. That's part of being a Sooner fan. It's part of being a fan. But uh, it's unfortunate. But I want to tell everybody, we appreciate everyone for listening to the Fox Den Sports podcast and uh, really appreciate it. We know you got a lot of going on. Uh, please put some comments. I know we've got several comments that have been coming up. Shoot us an email. Watch us on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, and um, we'll go from there. But until then, I want to remind everyone that iron sharpens iron. Please stay safe. Be savage, not average. And remember to Joan the Skulk. Until next time. Good. Good. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Boomer. Toner. You've been listening to the Fox Dan Sports Podcast with Todd, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. Find us on Facebook at Fox Den Sports. That's Fox with two X's. Drop us an email at foxdensports at yahoo.com. And be sure to share this podcast with other sports fans in your life. This has been Fox Den Sports.